Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Today we have a medical doctor and what I love about this doctor is that he writes prescription for health and happiness. Um, it's Dr. Leif Haas. Dr. Haas has uh, been at uh, Southern, Southern Health for over 25 years. He's a clinical instructor at UC Berkeley and UC San Francisco Medical Program. Also, he advised on health at Greater Good Science Center. Dr. Haas, thank you so much and welcome to my podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. Dr. Makes Haas, me happy that you're to be talking to another basketball fan and fan of love and good health. <laughs> Dr. Haas, I love the article that you wrote about 10 happiness practices, a doctor's prescription to his patients. Dr. Haas, you are a, a, a practitioner of love, compassion with all your years of being a medical doctor. Can you please give some advice for us to thrive in our life? Well, I, you know, the, I work with the, the sickest folks we encounter in the hospital. And uh, I remember is early on being in awe at all the technology and uh, skill we can bring to bear on these health problems. But I also felt like there was a part of me that needed more. And I had this fantasy as a as a med student, I saw the image in my mind that I would be wheeled out of the Royal Victoria Hospital in Montreal and up on Mount Royal on this winding path with snow falling in the bare branches of these beautiful oak trees and that the, that the snow in the air would be part of the healing for me. And that, I, that j just being that sterile hospital was not gonna be enough to heal me if I was really sick. It wasn't the one or the other. And it's, it's funny that as years went by, I found that I would be treating people and as, they, and as they're leaving the hospital, I started uh, realizing that if it was me, I'd be doing different things than, that, I'm, that I would standardly recommending for them. So I just started saying, boy, what I really think you should do is get out on the patio at your nursing facility and get, and get some fresh air. Or if they, you know, maybe you can uh, even see if there's a little garden you could tend there. So just started doing things like that. And then I got together with uh, my colleague, Dr. Keltner, who runs the UC Berkeley's Greater Good Science Center and said, hey, what if we got together and actually wrote down 10 practices that are proven to improve healthcare, not only make you feel better, but actually have measurably, uh, can measurably improve health outcomes in ways that have been proven to be valid, not just make you feel better, but in fact, we've got measurably improve your health. So we came up with this list of 10 practices. And I can sh uh, 
share them with you here. Uh, take a deep breath, right? And I think it's there's been data for eons about how deep breaths will change the tone of your nervous system and decrease stress levels by turning on the parasympathetic nervous system and calming down the, the sympathetic nervous system. And it's pretty intuitive. It's everyone, it's in everyone's repertoire to take a deep breath. Uh, and then there, we wrote about calling an old friend. Uh, there's, you know, really amazing work uh, done in the last decade, and it was well uh, summarized by Vic Murthy, the former Surgeon General, in his book uh, uh, about loneliness, that close relationships are as important as anything in health, and that the data on social connection uh, are on par with controlling blood pressure or stopping smoking. So people who have rich social connections uh, live longer than those who don't. And so it's something we should all be investing in. And I talk about giving someone a hug and the value of touch. You know, we don't need someone to know that getting a hug from someone you, that you care about makes you feel good, but there's data that it releases oxytocin, decreases stress. Uh, and so I encourage that among my patient. And then I write to help a friend in need. Uh, you know, there's something about helping someone that builds our sense of agency and our sense of purpose. Uh, and it's especially important for people who feel like they might not be able to help people, who feel like they might've gotten to a point in their life when they have difficulty time helping someone. If they could get in the phone, give someone a call. That might really give them a sense of purpose at, at a time in their life when they feel like they really are unable to do anything if, uh, for others, let alone take care of themselves. And there's data that by offering people help, you actually do better for your own health to, than for those that you are uh, helping. As I talk about singing in the shower, there are few, few things better for us than singing. Um, there, the, there's the, the, the actual vibrations of the sound in your body is amazing. The way you breathe with singing is like a deep breath pattern. Uh, and oftentimes when you're singing, you're, you're getting to your values and your sense of purpose as you sort of live out the blues or whatever you're singing kind of really gives us a sense of purpose and meaning. And there's, you know, there's few things better for your health than singing in a choir. You're with people, you're together, there's a sense of purpose, there's the, the, the room vibrates with this. And so that's probably the most, one of the most common things I will re recommend to people is, are you a part of a church? Sing in their choir. Few things are better for your health. And I talk about dancing. You know, we move, but you know, people who do a dance as opposed to some other exercise, they feel better longer after dancing. So there's something about dancing and the rhythm and being with people that adds to the benefits of exercise. Then the, the other one of my favorites here is go for a walk in a beautiful place. And I've come to realize that there are a few things as important in life is finding beauty. There's this uh, amazing Irish poet and philosopher named John O'Donohue who says that God is beauty. If you can find beauty throughout your day, you're connecting with the divine or really what you're connecting with is a sense of wonder, of awe. And that's where this idea of, of go for a walk in a beautiful place. When we see things that are beautiful and wonderful, it there's a sense of wonder. With awe, 
there are measurable out, uh, outcomes on our health, such as, again, decreased heart rate. Uh, people actually, they care more about other people. Uh, there's a great, uh, people will, if they take selfies in a beautiful place, they tend to actually, they're smaller on the picture than at the other settings. So that being in a beautiful place makes you care less about yourself and more about the surroundings and people around you. You know, I tell people, one of my common things I'll write on these prescriptions too, is like watch a sunset. Like it's hard to watch a sunset and still be bothered by all your petty grievances about how you've been done wrong or whatever, right? A beautiful sunset will make your petty grievances go away. And then I talk about forgiveness. Forgiving people uh, makes, you makes people live longer. There's mortality data on forgiveness. It doesn't mean that they didn't do anything wrong. It just meant that you give up the, the, hate, the hate and the anger. And then the, the last one here is talk to yourself in a kinder voice, which is really self-compassion and maybe uh, forgiving yourself. So I think we all have this little voice going in our head that tells us that we're not good enough, we're not doing enough. And if you could just talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend, say, oh, Leaf, you're having a bad day today. Boy, today's a tough day. Instead of saying, oh, Leaf, you aren't getting enough done and you've still got all your patience to see and how come you're such a loser? Talk to yourself in a kinder voice. And there's great data about how that improves our well-being as well. So I will give these to my patients and they leave the hospital. And at first, it, people thought, I felt it was kind of cute, but I had a few examples where it was really profound. You know, I had this um, one woman who uh, was in the hospital. She had, the, she had cancer and was losing weight and living alone and came in with a, like a bladder infection and she's getting weaker. And she said, Dr. Hess, I think I've lost my way. And we talked for a few minutes and I'm prescribing her to join her church's Zoom services during COVID. And she's like, you know, I've lost that. I, can, I'll, um, I need that. I need this prescription for me to have the strength to carry on with my chemo and get better. And we both had shed tears. So it, there are encounters where it's not just cute, but it's profound. And there's a number of people I've taken care of where I think it's really turned their lives around these prescriptions. And so, you know, it, it's fun when I, you know, I, I think I've never had a prescription for a cholesterol medicine end up on Instagram, but I can tell you these, these end up on Instagram all the time and like, Oh, let's do a selfie. Dr. Hass. I'm giving this to my pastor or let's I'm putting this up. I'm framing this. This is how I want to live my life. And so my patients will leave the hospital. Like, Yes, we need to do these things for you in a medical way. Yes, you have these ongoing health problems. But what you intuit about, your reason why people latch on to these is because it's what they intuit is good for their health. And a lot of times if we, if we say, eat this or get some exercise, it's done from a prescriptive sense. It's not done from a open-hearted, like, how do I be my best self? How do I live a life of love? How do I live a life of connection and openness and a life less about me and my own concerns and more about what's important in the world? And these things all have to do with of connecting and, and getting this deeper sense of how we are. And if you can tap into that and people can say that is as important for their health as 
uh, a cholesterol medicine or controlling their sugars, then you can get them on the, the plan. There's good data about establishing trust is a way of improving compliance. So I'm sure that these prescriptions probably help my patients do a better job with their blood sugars as well, or with their blood pressure medicine or wherever it may be, because they feel like it's part of a, a bigger sense of, of where their health is and that, they, they're, that, that the healthcare system gets them. So that's what the, where these prescriptions come from. And that's how I've been using them. Dr. Haas, I truly love it. Just the advice of walking, eyeing the beauty, singing, dancing, breathing, sunset is truly, is our, our ancestors truly what we should do as humans, but we have forgotten or we didn't make time for ourselves because of the iPhone, the work, the what's going on in our external world. Yeah. No, it's, it's a little bit of slowing down, right? Exactly. Dr. Haas, uh, and, mm -hmm. when, um, how do people get in touch with you if they want to um, learn more about you and get some help and uh, read your wonderful stories? How, where can people find you? Well, uh, you know, you can see that what I've written at the Greater Good website, Greater Good Science Center. Uh, uh, their website lists all of my uh, recent writings. Uh, you know, and people can feel free to send me an email uh, at leaf, L-E-I-F dot H-A-S-S at gmail dot com. Uh, and I'd be happy to pass along information on how to get uh, where I got these prescription pads made. And that I've been able to get uh, dozens of people uh, to start passing these things out. I'd be happy to help more. It's, a, it's my mission these days is to spread the love and spread these prescriptions. Thank you so much, Dr. Haas. Dr. Haas, today uh, as my uh, uh, takeaway from this podcast, I'm going to use a quote that I learned from you. And this is a quote from Dr. Haas. He, he said, love is the best medicine. And I truly love that quote. Well, thank you. And, I, and I, you know, I'm glad that I can own it now. I'm like, all right, my colleagues may think I'm a weirdo, but I'm just going to say it. Love is the best medicine I got. Appreciate and you so much, Dr. Haas. Okay. Bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at naveenhealth.com and through my social media.